Movies by Minutes, project number five. It's Silverado this time. That's no jive. By Lawrence Kasdan, who wrote the show. Let's settle up now, kids, because here we go. Howdy, and welcome back to another episode of the Silverado Minute. Each week, Movies by Minutes host examine the 1985 Lawrence Kasdan-directed Western Silverado, one minute of screen time per episode. I'm one of your hosts this week, Jim O'Kane of the Rocketeer Minute and the Apollo 13 Minute. And I'm Chris Henry from the Apollo 13 Minute. And we are back here on uh, on a staircase. in the <laughs> And uh, Ray and Mal are, are, uh, are having some kind they're having a... Uh, uh, kind of the one of the worst family reunions ever. Family dispute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, uh, Mal gets to tell her daddy's dead, and uh, Ray's uh, trying to figure out how to digest all that stuff. It doesn't sound doesn't sound too good on either side. But uh, I thought my family reunions are rough. This is uh, this yeah. is a lot rougher. <laughs> yeah, never never do it on a stairway. That's the yes, that's the yeah. Um, especially when she's at work, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> um. It's uh, and it's funny how I, you know, I, I mean, it, it the let's just set up set this up with uh, with the two parts of it. Basically, we we get uh, uh Ray continuing her talk, and uh, we're gonna get the introduction of uh, of Slick, uh, is is coming in here for for this part. Um, but uh, yeah, he uh, basically what's going on in this minute is that Mal tells uh, Ray that Daddy's dead, and uh, Ray doesn't seem to take the uh, vendetta angle too well um but i'm not sure she doesn't she doesn't I'm, I'm wondering about her relationship with her dad seems already strained i mean the uh when we when we were back with uh ezra last week uh ezra talked about how she'd gone to town and i you know it, it's like i don't think he approved of her career choices Oh, and, I, and I think she also, what I picked up on is even though it's a, it's a heated confrontation, I, I think underneath it all, I think there's still some worry about her brother getting killed. Yeah. You know, um, there, there's still some level of concern there. Uh, you know, that's, you know, I, I thought that was in, an interesting kind of take. It's a complex relationship. It's not just, I don't like you. There's, I, I don't like you right now. And also, I don't want to see you have something happen to you. Yeah, she she seems to have a lot. She I, I don't think she's approved of his previous choices. I mean, from the from the storyline, uh, we know that Mal went to Chicago and worked in the meatpacking district, and uh, she f she may have resented him leaving the farm and taking care of their dad, um, and so that was left to her, and she couldn't she couldn't handle all the you know the cattle rustlers and things like that running through their property. Um, and being the kind of uh, child that Ezra needed at the time, I don't know how she is with a Henry rifle, but uh, uh, yeah. yeah. But I, I meant to ask you: Do you know if you have any relationship to the Henrys that invented the Henry rifle? I, no, I need to find out um, because if I do, I need to buy one. Actually, I need to buy one anyway. <laughs> yes, so. just just, just um, it's a good thing to have. Just yeah, to, but I do want to find that out. Um, I, I I don't think I do though. Um, my uh, my family uh, mainly is from Italy, so uh, I would have a hard time thinking that that's true. But we'll find out. I'll I'll, I'll check it out. That'll be intriguing. Yeah, the uh, uh, I have I have handled a Henry rifle. I've never fired a Henry rifle. They're they're surprisingly heavy. I mean, I guess it's just you know, it's this big wrought iron thing, rolled 
old iron, I think. As yeah. Well. But um, they have, uh, there's a great museum of, uh, of firearms history. If you ever get a chance to go to Harper's Ferry. Yeah, um, I've been there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. The National Park Service uh, kind of goes over because that's where Virginia's Island was, where they first made, well, basically mass produced rifles. And um, they had a they had a Henry rifle on display and uh, the, the ranger let me hold one. And it's just, it's a surprisingly big hunk. I mean, it's a, it's a cannon. It's a real yeah. heavy oh, thing. Yeah. But yeah, there's I've been to, I've been to that one and then there's a great firearms museum in Utah mm-hmm. um, near Ogden. There's a great uh, great it's a, there's a small train museum as well as there's a firearms museum. It's wonderful. Well, yeah, I have the the uh, the museum I've been to there is a promontory point. They have the uh, Yeah, I've been there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah great, great. Uh, I mean, again, that's that's, you know, I mean, it's, it's part of the Wild West, but uh, the taming of the Wild West, the uh, you know, I, I went with a big train nut, and and I'm a little train nut. I mean, like, gotcha. like I think they're cool. I really appreciated being at Promontory Point where the Golden Spike was driven. You know, but then there's part of me when I had those steam engines out that I just wanted to push a DeLorean with it. Like there was a part, <laughs> get it up to eighty-eight. That, yeah, yeah. And my friend was like, "Yeah, that's I'm going to pull your train nut card after that one." You know, and I was just <laughs> thinking like it'd be cool to push a DeLorean out here. So yeah. <laughs> I, I was taking um, my son. My son lives in Oregon, and uh, he had asked me. I was. I had just finished. I had just finished working on, on a job for a bank in uh, in Boston, and he said, uh, "I just. I bought a car online, but uh, he said, are you doing? He said, I know you're. I know you're out of work right now. So I'm not out of work. I just finished one job. I'm going to start another. He goes, Oh well, if you got some time, would you mind driving a car up to uh, up to Oregon for me? I said, Where's your car? And he said, It's in. Uh, it's in Memphis. So I, I said, okay, so I flew down to Memphis and I drove this car in, it's just like in the middle of January. There wasn't any, wasn't a lot of snow on the ground, but it was ice cold. So I'm driving up from, uh, from Memphis to, uh, uh, to Oregon and I drive through Utah and I thought, I've never been to Promontory Point. I should go now. Yeah. And so I get up and, and I mean, you've, you've been there. It's like in the middle of nowhere. It's, it's, oh, it's yeah. kind of, it's, it, I mean, it's outside of Ogden, but you are outside of Ogden. Yeah. It's one of the kind of places, and it was January, so they didn't get a lot of tourists that time of year. I was the only one in the parking lot. I pulled up, I got out of the car, turned off the, turned off the motor and shut the door and everything was quiet. I mean, you could, there was not a sound for miles. Yeah. Um, but one of the fortunate things was I was the only one there and there were like, you know, three park rangers and these guys are all like what you do. They're interpreters. They, they interpret history for you. And I, I got a major personal tour. So I, I can recommend if you've got in the dead of winter, the best time to go to Promontory Point, you have un, their unlimited uh, uh, attention. Um, but I got to go into the the uh, the engines were not out on the track. Usually they have them out there and they 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 fire them up and you can see them move around. But the engines are in for repair during the winter and they repair them in the little shop there. So I got to I got to kind of crawl around inside the Jupiter and the one nineteen wow. two engines, and wow. uh, it's just it it was an amazing thing to see. I mean, part of Western history. This is everybody knows that picture. Everybody knows yeah. that you know that that, that scene, uh, and just to be on the actual site is uh, is astonishing. Yeah, we um, we we did. It, it is. It was truly amazing, and it gets you a feel that you're on a Wild West set, like while you're out yeah. there. That whole area. We also went to uh, um, um, uh, Wendover, Utah, where the the atomic bomb uh, oh, crews yeah. trained, and and then we took uh, our rental car had a Hemi in it, so we took it out on the salt flats and uh, did 120 miles an hour out there. And, uh, it was. 
just for yeah just just for science purposes you gotta do <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> i highly recommend that trip though it's really uh if you're in the wild west at all it, it really feels like the wild west out there still like they're just yeah. developed you know yeah you can see like you know like like uh, directors like john ford always wanted to go to monument valley and stuff mm -hmm. whereas it wasn't really back in the wild west days not a lot of people and there's still not a lot of people out in the middle of monument valley but it just it captures such this idea that you've seen on, on the screen. And once you see one of those big, magnificent arches, it's like, wow, yeah. this is really the West. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. And it's a good place for uh, for museum junkies like you and me. Who just Absolutely. <laughs> wow. Well, um, getting back to the getting back to the, the, the movie part of this, <laughs> somewhere we should talk about the movie. Um, I uh, I was wondering about, uh, you know, this, this the second half of this uh, of this show is, you know, after after Mal and uh, and uh ray uh, are in the middle of this argument uh we have uh, uh slick played by jeff goldblum showing up over her shoulder and uh this is actually the second time that that slick showed up we saw him getting off the the stagecoach about a week ago but he uh he comes down and introduces himself and he said that his real name is uh calvin stanhope but his uh his mother always called him slick um I was looking up if there's any famous Stanhopes, and we were just talking about Henry's in history, but uh, Stanhopes in history. Uh, Stanhope was a, a, a fellow in England who invented a, uh, he invented this very tiny, well, he did two things. He invented a very, uh, a way of taking pictures on microfilm and, and you know, taking uh, very tiny pictures and put it, or putting them on, uh, on microfilm. And you could look at them, but you needed a microscope to do it. And what he came out with was a type of lens called a Stanhope lens that you could you could hold in your hand like a toothpick or you could have it embedded in a ring or put on a locket and you could just like it's kind of like a jeweler's loop you could just hold it up to the uh to these microfilms and look at it kind of like a, a viewmaster you know <laughs> one of those slide things you could just hold it up and look at this little picture and it would you know it would open up to a to a big size for you so it was very useful in the spy business you could take you know take microfilms hide it in something and then look at the pictures later on with these uh these little jewelers loops called stanhope lenses so i'm i'm just wondering if he's a you know his family is a bunch of sneaky guys by nature and he is a bit of a bit of a sneaky guy and we're we're still uh, still early enough in the movie that we're not sure what he's like, although we know what what he likes uh, paying for apparently. Um, and uh, Mal knows who he is, and Ray Ray, Ray is, uh, understands him as a customer, so I I can understand why uh, uh, Ma, uh, Mal is not that eager to shake uh, shake Slick's hand. Um, I. I don't, you know, it, it's uh, the the one thing I can admire about him is he seems to have a uh, he's very good in any uh, awkward social situation. <laughs> it's like you offer your hand, and if they're gonna shake your hand, well, nice, you know, nice meeting you. And uh, then if he's not going to shake his hand, he just says, you know, politely says, "Excuse me," and leaves. Um, it, it's I, I I don't know. Like the the problem is I don't know if Jeff Goldblum was the right choice for this particular. Maybe it's just because he's—he's. He's, it's kind of we're looking at him through the lens of the post, you know, the later Jeff Goldblum. I don't know if you expect him to be a comedy figure in this scene because you're seeing him and you're. But he just came <laughs> off of the fly, right? So he's still kind of a dramatic actor, I guess. 
Yeah, and I never you can never trust a guy who calls himself slick. That's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, when when people introduce introduce them to you, you know, introduce themselves to you with their uh, with their nickname. I don't know. I, yeah. I, but, never trust a pilot that calls himself Maverick. Yeah. Know, <laughs> it's like okay, you know. Sure you are. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wow. Um, yeah. This is a. There's not much in this particular episode. We were talking with uh, Billy Campbell yesterday about how hard it is to act on, uh, you, know, you know, act and not trip down the stairs. So mostly, every, you know, the only person that has to move here is Jeff Goldblum. Um, the other thing that was hitting me was it must be hard to act with the uh, setting sun in your face. I was watching Ray and she has to deliver these lines. And at sunset, the sun is moving and it's, you know, it's going to duck down behind the horizon fast. So she has to get these lines out and they only get maybe three takes before the sun's going to go down. I don't think they want to set up a bunch of lights to uh, fake, fake the sunset. So uh, difficult, uh, difficult thing for her to handle here. Um, but I'm impressed by how well dressed she is for the middle of a dusty, uh, <laughs> a dusty or New Mexico town. Yeah. Um, and uh, she apparently has a really good. There's, there's apparently really good hairstylists out west. I'm, uh, I'm impressed <laughs> by every everybody's hair is wonderful in, in this scene. I'm feeling it wasn't really like that. <laughs> no, no, I get the uh, yeah. It's uh, just mostly people picking the bugs out of their hair or something, or the yeah. you know. But uh, yeah, apparently it's uh, civilization has come early to uh, to Silverado. Um, but. And that's all I can think about with this with this minute. There's not there's not much to this particular minute. I mean, it sets up it sets up that uh, gosh, Mal and uh, Mal and Slick don't get along. I think is the only uh, plot point that we bring up on this. And the other the other plot piece being that Ray doesn't like Mal's plans on uh, getting back at Daddy's killers. Um, but I guess it does this this one minute does move the plot ahead. So that's a that's a good thing. Um, any other thoughts, Chris, on on this one? It's just kind of no, no. I think uh, I think we kind of I think we kind of nailed it. Yeah, I think we <laughs> squeezed every little bit out of this one. So, um, well, anyway, well, uh, that's uh, that's where we're at. We're going to finish up the week tomorrow. Um, I think we mentioned that Hal's on assignment, but we uh, but uh, you we you can always you can always uh, now uh, you guys are still doing uh, the EAA's podcast, right? With the green. Dot. Oh yeah, the green yeah. dot. We're doing one today, as a matter of fact. So I'll be. Okay. I'll be recording another one today. Oh, okay, so you can you can tune in and listen to uh, to Hal and Chris on the on the Green Dot. They're always out there at uh, eaa.org is is your source for all all things uh, involving the Experimental Aircraft Association. So uh, so check that out. Um, and again, thanks for uh, for joining us here. We'll be back tomorrow. Um, you can find if you if you uh, looking for our site or for our for our particular podcast, well, you obviously already know where to get this because you're listening to us right now, but you can find us out there on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Play, or at the main site, uh, SilveradoMinute.com. Uh, if you want to reach out to us on social media, we're always available at the Midnight Star, the Silverado Minute Listener Saloon on Facebook, or on Twitter at SilveradoMXM. Uh, anyway, we will see you back here tomorrow, so uh, please uh, check out... Uh, Check out uh, SilveradoMinute.com for, uh, for more information about this particular minute and to listen to other episodes. Uh, but join us here uh, next time on the Silverado Minute. And yee-haw!